in your face. I am wrapped to have M. Tambri in the studio to talk about Alter at the Abbotsford Convent for Midsummer. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Tell us all about the show. Oh, okay. Uh, it is a emotionally autobiographical play that I wrote, uh, commissioned by Midsummer, presented by Midsummer and Abbotsford Convent. The premise is today is Sutton's wedding day. Dana has been invited. Dan will be in attendance. Dan, who was once Dana. So it's a story of these two people who grew up together, who are both queer, who haven't seen each other for 10 years, who have gone and had these entirely different lives, who are now returning for the first time and meeting each other where they're at. One person is having a wedding, and then the other person is someone who's gone off and lived this like expansive queer life, realized they're trans, realized they're gender diverse, is now a very uh, like in the play and out queer person, versus someone who has, I suppose you'd describe it as like a more conservative, um, quieter queerness, so. And they're reuniting at a wedding. You can kind of feel the tension just right? describing that, you know. And um, what was it like to write that tension? It was it was really incredible. It came from this idea I had of going, you know, I grew up in a in a small town. I have now, you know, in talking about Alta, discussed how my town was found in 2005 to be one of the most homophobic councils in Australia. So I grew up with all of these these queer people because, of course, queer people are everywhere. We always have been. We always will be. And queer people, just because it's not out, it doesn't mean there's not a queer identity inside of that town. And so I was thinking so many of us, and, and Alta's not autobiographical in that, it's it is a fiction. It's not my life. It's not their like my my queer friends their stories. They're not in the pages. My queer story is not necessarily in the pages. It's more about evoking the feeling of what that time and place was like for me and for the people that I love. But I was thinking, what would what would happen if I went home, and I got to have these conversations with queer kids I grew up with, who created my queer identity, who I found myself with who may or may not be in alignment with me anymore. And what would those conversations be? So you were really able to transpose the environment you grew up in and uh, put it in this wedding scenario. Yes, because weddings are huge. You know, that's a community event. And when you're in a small town, these community events become the epicentre of of everything. And And I feel like as well it was such a huge theme of growing up in a religious context. My family are not necessarily religious, but I grew up in a religious area. And then on top of that, like that's in a wedding, having the religion aspect. But then on top of that, there's also this really beautiful movement, you know, since 2016 of having queer weddings for the first time and discovering what is a queer wedding and what what things do we adopt and what parts of that tradition do we keep with us and what do we leave behind? It's at the Abbotsford Convent, and you're actually setting it in uh, a place where people do get married. It's a real wedding venue. Tell us about yes! that. Yes. So the Peter Rowland Group supported this production, Have are supporting this production. We're so stoked. And it was made in residency with Abbotsford Convent, which is amazing. We went to them very, very, very early on. I think I had 10 pages and I said, I, I would really like to make this inside of a space that has this context already inbuilt. 
And I thought, you know, maybe we'll find a staging area that also does weddings. But instead, they came back with Peter Rowland and said, how would you like it to do to do it inside of an actual wedding venue? So this is the first production that has ever been inside of that space. It's usually a wedding only space. That's the reason it's a very strictly limited season, because we've they've got back to back weddings before and after our show. So it feels very, um, I don't know, like electric to be inside of a space that already has all that history and that ambience and hopefully it will feel like you've you've actually really stepped into a wedding with us. Because weddings are happening there, do you find that there's kind of, you know, a resonance of the ambience from the actual weddings that you can really feel when you go in there and rehearse and presumably when you perform it's going to be there for the audience? Absolutely. I am obsessed with site-specific theatre. I find it really interesting. It's something I really want to explore in my own directing work and in my work as a theatre maker because I think spaces have energies. Like I think you can feel, even when you walk into Abbotsford Convent, not into the wedding venue but into like the Rose Garden and uh, the old, like the oratory, when you're in a church even, I think you can feel the people who have come before you and the people who will will you know, be after you. And so to have that surrounding us while, because we made this inside of the convent, it was made in residency. So it was really magical when I was writing it to feel that history around us. That's quite rare, isn't it? To be able to write something in the environment it's going to be performed in. So rare. So rare. Especially because so much of theatre is made for a black box. You know what I mean? It's for a small room, you know, Four walls, everything you're gonna you're gonna build what what the show is gonna be. You're gonna build a set, whereas we've had to approach this project with a different, with with a totally different starting point of going. This is where the show is, and this is what it is. Do you feel like it would have been a completely different production if it wasn't written at the Abbotsford Convent? Oh, I don't. I I do. I do actually. I was gonna say I don't know, but I I really think I do because. The show was written over the course of a year. It was written whenever I had a, you know, a spare moment. We only had one week of development where we got to do it full time. So most of the time it was me going there after a rehearsal and finding a moment in the cafe. And I think because the show was slowly written over time in that way, it really developed like the first script is is nothing like the final script because my... I guess my relationship to the themes in the piece really changed. When I first started, I was, when I first wrote the first page of Alta, I was feeling very alienated from my faith. I didn't feel like there was a space for me in in that context. I also wanted to kind of prove to myself or question myself of, is a closeted relationship real? If it doesn't exist to the public, did it ever, did it ever happen? And who is it real to? And I had these really big questions. And so I came into the script with that in mind. And those questions, I feel for me, were answered over this year of writing it of, of course, a closeted relationship is real. If two people are in love, two people are in love. And over the course of writing it, I also ended up meeting a lot of practitioners of faith who are queer. I got to do consultations with queer reverends and queer pastors and hearing their perspective on the sacred texts changed my relationship of going, no, there is a way forward for queer people and for people who have grown up in religious context and there is a place for us. So I think those discoveries have absolutely transformed what the work has become. 
and transformed you, I bet, as well. Massively. Yeah, massively. I, I am now at a point where I think, no, I know I would identify as a queer person of faith. I don't think I'm at a point where I would identify as a queer person in religion. I still have some stuff about that to, to work through and to figure out how I would feel comfortable existing inside that context. But I do believe there's something more. And I think in queer community, that can be a bit, that can be a bit uncomfortable sometimes for people of me saying, no, I don't know if it's God. I don't know if it's, if, if I don't know what it is, but I believe that there's something more because I'll sit with someone and we'll be connecting. And there's this moment where it feels, it feels like there's something, something sacred going on when you connect like that. Tell us about your connection with the cast. Yes. So I'm I'm so stoked. I get really emotional about it, actually. I originally cast Sutton, my best friend, Avi Corver, who is amazing. She's just graduated from NIDA. This is her debut role out of NIDA. We originally met seven years ago studying together when we were both kids. Like when we were like 17 and, in, and I was about 19, 20. So to be making this project having grown up and into being queer people together, that just gave it a home from the very get-go. Like, Avi was involved in the development. And we're both from Queensland. So that also gave us the setting because instantly we just knew, oh, does this feel like home? Does this not feel like home? And then Dan, Dan is going to be played by uh, Eddie Patterson. Eddie Patterson is an incredible comedian, an incredible actor, an incredible trans advocate. And I've known them for about a year. So to get to work with them on pro- on this project, they're also from Queensland, which is just, it kind of feels kind of cosmic. But to get to work with them on this project is absolutely amazing. This will be their first leading trans role since coming out and watching them get to discover their trans identity on a stage, that's electric. I, it's incredible. And having that discovery in real life and also having it within the production where there is discovery about someone's gender identity at a wedding, that's a really kind of beautiful scenario, but also, you know, reality and fiction kind of mesh. Yeah, they do. It's, it's, a, it's actually a big part of the script of, of deciding, well... What is what is reality? What is faith? Those <laughs> such big questions. I got really philosophical with it, but I think there are themes of transformation and self discovery and belief when you are discovering your gender identity because you have to cre- recreate yourself. You have to figure out who you are for yourself and make that person real, and that's a huge undertaking, and very much you know. I think that's something everyone can resonate to. Well, it's a very exciting and beautifully written production. It's at a great venue, the Abbotsford Convent. It's happening February 7 to 10 as part of Midsummer. Yes, indeed. The writer M. Tambri, thank you so much for joining us today on 3CR. It's thank been you. a joy to have you in the studio. Thank you so much for having me. 3CR.